welcome back to just another day in sports on this sad Thursday evening in a plethora of different ways. It is crying from the sky, and it is our last recording of just another day in sports for the semester. As always, I'm your host, Alec Keezer, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Doug Watley and Justin Berger. Fellas, how are we doing today? Good. It's been a pretty good day, can't lie. Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't raining, I got I walked yeah, out of the house. I got walked out of the house today. Got sprayed by a car in our in our driveway. That's a brutal. So start. that was fun. That's a brutal. But start. Uh, anyway, let's talk some sports, boys. Uh, the NFL draft is upon us. Yeah, in a few short hours it will be, and we all have you know coming off. One of us is coming off a successful season. The other two maybe a little disappointing. Um, but you have the third pick tonight, Mister Keezer. So what are we what are we looking for with the Jets? Well, there's been increasing talk I don't I don't know if I want to call it talk but there's been alerts coming out all day or in, in recent weeks that the Jets may be looking to trade down from the third spot and I'm kind of conflicted I'm not gonna lie because on one end you have the chance to get an impact pass rusher or an impact interior defensive lineman if Quinn Williams is as good as everybody thinks he is and is going to be the next Aaron Donald then I want that guy um, if Josh Allen is this freak edge pass rusher that can change uh, the complexion of our defense, then I want that guy. But at the same time, um, there are a lot of teams that want to draft a quarterback, and you can get a lot of value for the third pick and still end up with somebody decent, depending on what they get for it. I'm trying to think of what Bill Belichick would do because that guy seems to always make the right decision. So I, I feel like he would trade the pick just because the that somebody's going to panic and and. Like if Ky- when Kyler Murray doesn't go number one, somebody's gonna panic trade and, and take the number three pick from the Jets for a, a, somebody's gonna try and jump the Giants. Like I, I don't know, but I'm feeling pretty good about the draft. The third the third spot is a great spot to be right now because, like you said, they don't need it, but it's a luxury to have. Um, like their offense right now, they have the key components. They could use a defender like Quinn and Williams, or if Nick Bosa drops, which I doubt he will, Nick Bosa. Uh, maybe oh, yeah, Bosa drops Bosa's, to three. Yeah. You have to take him, and um, you don't trade that pick away. But another player that they could be looking at, it might be a little bit of a reach if they keep the number three pick, is Josh Allen from Kentucky, who is. I a, don't think he's a reach at three. I think I mean he's top five. I would say I think maybe three. I think you gotta go if so. Not the quarterback. If the quarterback doesn't be, uh, is not chosen, Williams and Bosa would be chosen. <coughs> I think you go Josh Allen number three. Probably. I, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was your team. I, I think if it, yeah, I, I was going to say if it, I think if it gets to that scenario, um, and quarterback doesn't go number one, then the Jets are trading the pick because somebody's going to panic. Yeah, let's talk about number one though. I mean, do we think Kyler's going one? What are we thinking? There was uh, when it first came out, I thought there was no way he was going number one. I thought it was preposterous. And then there was like a two month span where like he was going number one. Like everybody was convinced. And then in this last week. It seems like he's now going to fall. But the question you have to ask yourself if you're the Arizona Cardinals is, A, do you trust Josh Rosen? I mean, because that's the first question you have to ask yourself. Because if you say, yes, I trust Josh Rosen to be my franchise quarterback because we drafted him at 10 12 months ago, then you say, okay, we'll move on. Maybe we'll trade down or we'll go with Bosa or someone like that, you know, get a little talent on a line either way. But if you say, you know what, we're not that sure about Josh Rosen. He's had a lot of knocks on him for like being not super dedicated to football. Um, he was the first person to show up for their offseason workouts. That is true. That is true. And I, maybe that's why we've seen them come back on that take a little bit um, and 
Kyler Murray, the rumors that he now he's not going to go number one. But I I am of the belief, and I was last year at this time, Josh Rosen is not going to – everyone was high on Josh Rosen last year during the draft time. They thought he was like one of the best uh, NFL-ready quarterbacks. I never saw it. I actually watched him play at UCLA, UCLA and that's saying a lot because Pac-12 football is brutal to Puts watch. You to sleep. Yeah, but – I never really like saw anything like even watching um, uh, Josh Allen, not the not the defensive player, but the offensive player at uh, Wyoming, right? Yeah. Even like he, you could see the potential with the big arm and everything. Like why maybe someone would go after him? Early. Well, all right. Well, if you want to talk about seeing potential, like there were games where Rosen just looked like incredible, but there were also a lot of games where you're like, if you looked like that, why aren't you more consistent? I think he has arm talent. I think he's more dedicated and. I'm a I'm a Josh Rosen believer. I think uh, see, I'm not. I'm not. He was behind. <laughs> He's behind a terrible offensive line last year. He had an old receiving core. I mean, I mean, I don't. Well, I'm not to be disrespectful to Larry Fitzgerald. No, the like, Cardinals are terrible. They were like, an awful team. And David Johnson didn't really have a great season. They fired their head coach, um, new head coach who he seems to starting to buy into Rosen. You take a guy in the top ten. I'm not. Like, I think Kyler Murray is an exceptional athlete. I'm not completely sold on him as a quarterback. Me neither. So I think. Spending the number one pick on him, especially when there's a guy like Nick Bosa there, I don't know. It's risky, but if, I mean, if I were the car, if it was my, if I was the GM, if it was up to me, I am trying to get rid of Josh Rosen, and I'm taking Kyler Murray at one, just because of what I and what my statement I'm about to say is contingent on the fact that Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray are not the same person. But what we've seen from Baker Mayfield this year coming out of that Oklahoma system, that Lincoln-Riley system, no one can deny that he had a bad year. He played exceptional, and the Browns played pretty good too. I I just like what I've seen coming out of Oklahoma, and that's why I like Kyler's short, I know, yes. No, 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 no. I don't care about his height. That's not what I was going to say. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say Baker Mayfield is a different, way different personality. Yeah. Like, Baker Mayfield is is somebody who, like, you can visually see his teammates want to run through a wall for him. I don't know if Kyler incites that kind of emotion out of his teammates. Like, Baker is a, even from my couch, I want to I want to go play for that guy. But what I'll say, can't if, if Kyler ends up being that dynamic player, maybe he's not as vocal of a leader as Baker is, but if he's a dynamic player, his teammates will still get, as long as he's not an asshole, his teammates will still want to get up and play for him. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, there was, I don't know. I know, I get what you, I like the swagger. I get what you're saying from Baker's but side. like, Kyler's like, a stud. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I don't know, I, I it, he's. For the number one pick, it scares me a little bit, especially when you just spent a top ten pick on Rosen. If you're not completely sold on him, I don't know if you can. Make All right, that. so let's just do it. Who, who's, what's going to happen at one? It seems like they're going to go with Bosa. Okay, Keezer's Bosa. What do you got? Kyler Murray. I'm going to go Kyler Murray as well. So I, I want to see Bosa get chosen first. I, I like the idea that uh, one of the best defenders we've seen in a while. Goes to the uh, Cardinals number one, and the fact that everyone was saying that the Cardinals were set on Kyler Murray for so long, and it turns out that draft day they change their mind and go both. I feel like that'd be a cooler story. All right, I have two scenarios that I would not dream for, but I would be very happy if these two things happen. One. I think if Kyler goes one, then the Jets keep the pick and take one of Williams and Bosa, whoever doesn't go next, probably Williams. I think if 
the Cardinals either trade the pick. I hope the the worst thing that could happen for the Jets, not the worst, but like I don't want the Cardinals to trade the pick, is then the Jets can't trade the pick, because who are you gonna, like who are you trading up for? Yeah. Um. At that point, well, it depends on who makes the trade, but I'd like to see the Jets trade back and take one of these stud receivers to put on the outside for Sam Darnold. That'd be pretty nice. Well, my question to you guys was going to be: if Kyler drops, where does he go? Do we see John? Do we see John Gruden take him at four? Or do we see the Jets take them at six, the Jags at seven, Giants even though they six. just got I would love I Jets. I would Giants. love to see the Giants take them at six. And then I mean you got the Jags, even though they just signed Nick Foles, they got the ja- uh the Jags. You want to win your you want to win your fan base back, you draft Kyler Murray at six. Yeah, but Gruden, we've seen and I mean he the last time he coached before this was, you know, we we're nine years old. Again, like we saw with Tiger last week, but it was a long time ago, and we. But the trend he had, he never had that flashy quarterback when he was head when he was coaching in Oakland or in Tampa Bay. He always had a, like a veteran kind of guy. And although Derek Carr is kind of young, he kind of assumes that veteran role. And apparently, their relationship has gotten better as the year went on. I don't think they're. I, they just put so much money into Derek Carr. I would yeah. be shocked to see them draft yeah. a quarterback. But I. What do you think? Do you so? Where do you th- you think he goes? Four to Oakland or six to Giants? I think it's more likely he goes six. I think the the Giants should pray he falls to six because with the way their fan base feels about them right now, you want to do something to add some energy back into it. Pair Kyler Murray and Saquon Barkley. Yeah. You think the Giants uh, ever trade up for that pick? To guarantee that they have Kyler Murray because no, that would be no. what fans would. I think. I think if you have to give like, up, you'd have to give up too much. If Kyler yeah. goes one, I think the Giants sit where they are and they're going to be happy taking a good offensive lineman or a good and keep linebacker. In, keep in mind tackle. that next year there's a stock of quarterbacks. You have Tua, you have Justin Herbert from Oregon, Tank Jake Fromm from Georgia. Bust. I don't know. There's enough quarterbacks that you can Trevor at least Lawrence choose in two years. Right on one. In two years. Yeah, I, I was listening to a couple podcasts. Actually, I was a uh, uh, chef, not Schefter, uh Mel Kiper and Todd McShay were talking about, uh, you know, tanking two years in advance for Trevor Lawrence or one year in advance for Tua. It's like you can't do that because you don't know what's going to happen. No, like, you have no idea. And God forbid Tua could, you know, tear his ACL or something yeah. like that. I mean. Stuff like that happens this all the time. This is football. Like you, right. It's hard to plan ahead. Yeah. All right. Let me transition. I Because my team has the next pick in our pecking order at 14, the Falcons. Um, there's been talk today in the last week or so that we might move up, trade to like eight or nine. The Lions have been a team that we've been talking to apparently at eight. Um, I think – so if we stay at home, I think – I th- first of all, I think we're either going offensive line or defensive tackle. Um, if we stay at home, I think we'll get a guy like Cody Ford from Oklahoma, which is a great offensive lineman. Be super happy with that. Matt Ryan, one of the elite quarterbacks in our game, and he hasn't had a lot of pass protection except for the year of the Super Bowl, where we saw the Falcons had the best offensive line. Um, another guy that could be there is Christian Wilkins from Clemson, defensive tackle. Be stoked to have him too. Um, if you want to move up, Jonah Williams, offensive line from Alabama. That's I wouldn't be shocked to see him go at six to the Giants. Yeah, or Jonah Williams with the Florida. Or see him go to, to, to – like he makes sense to fit as a fit in Oakland. Yeah. Um, I think if the Jets didn't sign the guy from Oakland, he would have made sense at three. But I, Yeah, it's, so like if we're going offensive tackle to Jonah Williams, Jawan Taylor if you want to move up. And then the guy, the big question mark, the mock drafts have him like – 
mid-20s or like number four. You got Ed Oliver from Houston, who apparently had a very good practice and interview with the Falcons. That's what all of our media has been saying. So that's a guy, you you know, you see how it's going at like seven or eight. If Oliver's there, maybe you move up. If he's not, you know, you stay, screw it, we'll stay where we are, get an offensive line. Personally, I don't really care because I know we're going to get a good player and offensive line and defensive line both need help. So either one I'll be happy with. If we go out and do something dumb and get like a wide receiver, I'm gonna just I'm gonna lose my mind. Another guy that I wouldn't mind drafting would be Devin Bush from Michigan mm-hmm. or um uh what's his face? Uh um, White from White LSU. from LSU. Yeah, I mean our linebackers core is pretty strong, but I mean those strength guys are playmakers. So we'll see what happens. But I'm excited. It's a it's it's a draft. You know, I, I won't watch this year because I'll be busy, but catch up on my phone. For the Bears, it's a pretty much break day for them. Of course, uh, with the Khalil Mack trade of last year, they lost their first-round pick this year and next year. They lost their third-round pick in 2020 and then their sixth-round pick this year. So gave those away. But give the Bears social media team some credit because they did have a, post a great tweet today saying that, spoiler alert, we already made our 2019 first-round pick. Hope you like him. Khalil Mack. That's that's good. Classic that's good stuff. All right. Um, other quick draft things, you know, Haskins. Please, 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 for the love of God, get me one of these talented receivers. Yeah, you want a receiver. I want. I. I all right. Yeah, I've convinced Second myself round? that my my no my dream scenario for tonight is we trade back, um, get a bunch of picks and end up with one of Hollywood Brown, DK Metcalf, or AJ Brown, and. I don't. I mean, get me you, get Sam Darnold a playmaker and let him chuck the rock. The thing is, the Jets need a few things. So, like, really, whatever they yeah. do tonight, they can't go wrong. No. Um, as this long is a, this as is a loaded draft. Wrong. There's a lot of there's a. It's 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 hard to go wrong in this draft. I think personally for me because there's a lot of good players. Like, yeah. I think the first fifteen or twenty guys, like you could, I've haven't seen a really set order for any of them. Everybody kind of has different opinions. Um, there's a lot of guys that fill positions of need. For a lot of teams, I think it's going to be a productive year for the draft, which will be cool. And I'm like, we talked about uh, Dwayne Haskins earlier. I think he's looking like he might fall to like 15 or so after he had been projected to go like as early as the Giants. He threw like 50 something touchdowns this year, and I was, I, I wasn't really that impressed yeah. with him. But I, I don't know, like that. I think that'd be good for like, lear- I mean, learning under Colt McCoy, who's yeah, a I, lifelong backup but knows a lot. Was very good at Texas. What if he goes to the Patriots? I'd be miserable because he'd probably be amazing. He'd be so good. Um, Do they draft a Brady replacement this year? No, next year. You don't think? think so. Well, in the are we talking in the first round or at seven rounds? I mean, we're not going to speak again until August. So do they draft oh. a quarterback? Uh, yes, for clickbait. <laughs> Dougie? I could see so. I can right. see it. I, but like who? Like if what that uh, kid from Duke, Duke? If he falls out of the first round, but Kuiper thinks he's like the next coming of Peyton Manning. So like, and but McShay hates him. Yeah, um, so the disagreements between some of the na- and analysts is hilarious. Nobody knows what's gonna happen. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, like, it's an exciting time. You can't time. say that you're ninety nine percent sure that someone's gonna pick someone when you're not that person. Yeah. All right, should we move on to something that we do know, like basketball? Yeah, let's, let's move it. on. Dame time. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, all right, that was a series where I said I, I thought the like the home team was going to win every game. Uh, I thought it was going to go seven, and Damian Lillard said uh, no. Humble brag. Damian Lillard has been my favorite player ever since he's entered the league. That's not a bull. 
Um, I've seen him do very, very well, of course. Do you he, know how tall he is? Uh, he's six. Interesting question. Uh, I think he's like six one. Nope, he's six two. Oh, sorry, one inch <laughs> off. Um, he lists himself as six three, though. Cool. <laughs> um, but, I mean, he's been great for the Blazers ever since he got in the league. He hasn't really had the help until this year um, with defensive help from Aminu, offensive help from McCollum. But what he's always been is clutch. He's been great in the clutch, obviously, the game winner against – or the series clincher game winner against Houston a couple of seasons ago in game six. And now this one from about 35 feet over Paul George – it was an unbelievable shot, a ballsy shot, but a very, very good shot for him. Yeah, it was great. And I, you know, Oklahoma, this is, I mean, this should say something to Oklahoma, more importantly, Portland played great, yes, but this has got to say something to Oklahoma City. And Billy Donovan is like, maybe it might be time to come back to college because the NBA thing hasn't panned out for him so well. But I don't know. Like, mm, the, the fourth quarter of that game really got away from the Thunder. It was kind of crazy. Yeah, but they like, went on a huge we've run. seen, we post Durant Thunder, we've seen them just kind of, middle in mediocrity with Russell Westbrook. At at the same time, if we're talking about just this series, that Lillard shot was absurd. And and the best part about it was is that him talking about it after, he said he was working on shots like that the night before. There's a reason why these guys are as elite as they are. And he was, I forget the stat, I think it was like four for six outside 30 feet before that shot. So He was five for five in the series from 30 plus. (laughs) Was he? Yeah. Jeez. That's an absurd story. Logo Lillard. And then one more, one more, or a couple more series, I guess. We're doing all west, it looks like, or a little bit of east. Um, Denver, San Antonio. You know, some. I think last week you were like, you thought the Spurs were the two seed. Like, yeah. everyone's surprised yeah. that the Spurs are the seventh. Like, who would be surprised if we saw San Antonio beat Denver as a seven seed? But Denver took a 3 2 lead last night, and it's, I mean, it's going back to San Antonio. So, Denver, or, we might have a game seven, but it's just the Spurs being the Spurs. Even if they don't win, they're still not the better team, clearly. And I don't know. I mean, Pop is magic. He is. I I, I, I haven't paid much attention. That's probably been the best or second best series so far competitively. Yeah, but it's Golden probably State the one I've Clippers. paid the least amount of attention to, which is kind of crazy. But um, I kind of like because we, we have written down here what we want to talk about, like because we're going to go back to Dame real quick. So, but uh, um, we kind of asked, where where does he land for you guys in terms of point guards in the league? Damian, I would go Steph, Kyrie, Damian Lillard. I think the defense of lack, his lack of defense hinders him a little bit, but him in the clutch is, I'd rather have him take a three, or not a three-pointer, but a clutch <laughs> shot over any other point guard in the league. Over Kyrie Irving? Yes. Agreed. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, this is not the first Kyrie, time he's made a clutch Kyrie shot. Irving's the only guy on this list to sink a go-ahead shot in Game 7 with a minute left. Well, Damian Lillard's never been there. That's a specific stat. Yeah, Damian Lillard, he's hit two game winners in the playoffs. And I'll ride with my one. guy. I, ride with my I, guy. Will, I will agree. Um, we put someone, one of you guys wrote CP3 down. If this was five years ago, yeah. I'd put CP3 that down. Well, I think if you're talking best value. guards of the decade now, because yeah. if you think of what the decade is, it's... 2010 to 2020 which is yeah. nuts we've gone through another decade but it's 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 Steph it's Kyrie it's CP3 then it's like then it's Dame probably yeah he's right up there with I all would, those guys I would I would put Dame I if you know I would put Steph up there 
at his own level. I mean, yes. He's got three rings, and he's been unbelievable for Only six, seven years now. Um, Kyrie and Russell have been great. I'm talking about recently. Obviously, if we're looking at the whole decade, you got to put CP3 up there too. But I don't know. I, I would put Dame in there with probably Westbrook in the same category, kind of go Steph, Kyrie, and then Dame and Russ. Um, and I'd like a tier system. I think that's fair. And then, you know, CP3, if we're talking about an uh, expanded period of time, not currently. Although CP3 looks pretty good for an old man right now. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the other series that's actually been pretty competitive. Surprisingly, Golden State couldn't close out at home last night. Yeah, I, the Clippers are so, you know, this is the post-DeAndre Jordan, Blake Griffin, Chris Paul uh, Clippers and like Lou Williams is their best player, Sweet and baby Lou. he is he. First of all, nobody can score the ball like he can, except for a few. He people. was cooking, last but week. he is uh, he's been so fun to watch. And that kid from Louis, he's not a kid anymore. He's probably twenty six. Yeah, Harold. He's a man. I remember watching him in the NCAA championship yep. when they won, and then they got redacted. But um, he's a man. Kevin Ware season. Yeah, Kevin Ware season. I, I just remember like. To think that guy's like an old man now is ridiculous. He's but not an old man. He's six years older than me. Is he? Is he that You're young? You're an old man. Then. He's 26. I guess. Yeah, he probably went out. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Still, that was that season was a long time ago. Um, I don't know. This this Clippers team is fun. Doc Rivers continues to coach well, even though I think he's a pretty terrible coach. He's just kind of lucked into some good situations. Um, I, but I've, he is entertaining. I've gone back and forth on Doc. He's done a great job with this Clippers team. I, 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 there's no, they have no business being three two. Agreed, especially with the Warriors. Yeah. I just Ga- yeah. Go ahead. Game six in LA. Do the Clippers have any chance to push it to seven? I put the. Uh, I'm gonna say Clippers win by more than ten. What? Yeah. All right. Tell me the key of the game. It can be Lou Williams for the third time now. Well, I think it's gonna. I think Lou's gonna have to score at least 35 points. But the key to the game. Just like the key to the other games is you have to think that Golden State doesn't get hot until the fourth quarter. Because in game five last night, we saw Golden State just kind of, you know, hang in there a little bit. And then for like seven minutes in the third, be, into the third, beginning of the fourth, they got hot and yeah. they turned it up. And then well, that Clippers game, came back and that closed. Game, that game turned when Lou Williams hit the four-point right. play. Yeah. Um, Golden State was coming back in it. They were hitting shots. Durant gets back-to-back dunks. Um, but the Clippers just, they kept having an answer for the crowd. Like you could tell in the last five minutes, like the Warriors crowd really was trying to get the team going. And then like Harold was like, Harold stuffed, I think Kevon Looney at the rim, um, just manhandled him at the rim. And, and then Lou Williams just silencing people on the other side. It was, it was really impressive. I don't think they have, I'm, I don't want to say they don't like, they definitely have a chance, but I would take Golden State minus eight and a half probably in this game. I watched after uh, I watched Chuck and Ernie and you know the Classic. whole squad best best show on television best reality show on television. One of them. But Kenny um, Smith was like, it's hard for the, this three championship winner team. It's hard for them to get up to close a game in the first round after winning three championships. Like this isn't game seven of the NBA finals. It's game five of the West coast first round. Like, I don't know if your goal is to win a championship. That's not an excuse. See, that's what I was thinking when I was watching, but like I get where can, I mean, Kenny won two championships with the Rockets. I get yep. where he's coming from. Um, and, and it's, 
I don't know because I I like to believe that these guys are in it every game for you know for the reality of it is that they're not forty eight minutes. But I mean, you could tell like Durant played his app. Durant had over forty points. Like he was absurd. See career high in a play in the playoffs. And also like if you like a couple of the shots that they were missing last night usually go in for them. So it's like Clay missed open threes. Durant was missing open threes. Curry hit one like absurd thirty seven footer, but like he he didn't really hit shots at the end. Um, It was kind of like. You could tell like the Warriors were okay settling for three, and it was like if it wasn't going in, they weren't going to put that much effort in. Like the last two or three buckets, <laughs> the Clippers scored were uncontested dunks. And even if the Warriors win Game Six, which I do expect them to do, that pushes uh, the Warriors for next series. Might make them a little bit tired facing the the Rockets, who are resting right now. So even though Golden State's still up in the series and will most likely still win the series. Pushing this game to Game Six is actually going to do more than well. The most Rockets, think. the Rockets haven't closed yet. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did they last did? night. Four and one. Oh, did I just Four not? Yeah, I you completely missed, it? missed, you missed that. it. I was at the library. It's that's um, for studying. Yeah, that's a good excuse. It's uh, yeah. I don't know. I let's. I mean, we're not going to be here, and we're and we're you know we got to move on to baseball eventually. Yes. So let's uh, let's go ahead one last time. Let's hear a NBA championship prediction. Two teams and games. Uh, I. I wish we saw Game One of Milwaukee Boston first, but I mean, what you, like I'm supremely confident in my team. There I'll you take. Go. I'll That's take. What I want to hear. Celtics Warriors, and I'll take Warriors in six. I think that's fair. I'll go Bucks Warriors, possibly Trailblazers if they make it into Game Seven. I would love to see the Trailblazers beat if the Warriors, and that up. is very much in play because yeah. Lillard is a killer, and they will go after Curry. Agreed. Uh, but I still think the Warriors reign supreme this year and beat the Bucks in the finals. You going chalk? Going chalk. I'm sorry. It's just how the NBA playoffs work. I will go. I would have said Bucks Warriors if you didn't, but I will change it up and I will say Warriors Toronto in Warriors in five. Hmm. All right. Let's move on to baseball. I don't know how to feel about this stupid sport. My emotions are all over the place. I fi- we finally the Red Sox got a pitching performance last night. Like my team looked good. We put up runs. Mookie Betts is back. We're doing things. I don't know. Don't let us get hot. I am encouraged by what I see from the Red Sox. I need to see a little bit. I need to more. see way more. Yeah, because they lost a doubleheader. To the we top. are still talking about the defending World Series champions yes. here. With not enough injuries like the Yankees to have an excuse. So, yes, I do need to see a little more from the Red Sox, but encouraging of late, which is all you can ask for. No, it's not all you can for ask now. for, but it's 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 a hundred and sixty two game season. We've got plenty of time. It's better than it was last week. That it yeah. Cause I didn't even get a chance to talk about how happy I was that we sweep the Rays because we just went and threw away two games to the Tigers, but then we just beat their brains in. Um Eduardo Rodriguez, one earned run in six innings. Well, let's keep it up. Uh, I'll go with my Braves update. So I was actually in Cincinnati on Tuesday watching the Braves that been play. Been great game. Yeah, it was a, it was an excellent game. Um, for those of you wondering, I have been bitching about our bullpen for six weeks now. Um, but our bullpen recorded eight outs in the uh, game on Tuesday. And you want to guess how many people they walked? Five. Five? How many? Seven. Eight ah. batters. We walked eight batters on Tuesday to get eight outs. Uh, our bullpen lost us the game. Josh Donaldson nearly hit a two-run homer in the top of the ninth inning 
to put us ahead. But uh, came out last night, Mike Soroka pitched unreal. He's another young guy that we have, all four million of them. That Some of them are going to have to get traded, but he's good. Um, playing well, bullpen is shaky as ever. You know, one game last night, last night our entire team walked one person. So it's it's kind of kind of all over the place. Like I've been saying the whole year, bullpens what's either going to make us or break us. Our our off we have one of the best offenses in the league right now. Our defense is playing at an elite level. So I am pleased on those levels of the game. But the bullpen's just been uh, yeah, confusing. Josh Donaldson turned on a ball the other day, and I watched that swing for the Cleveland times. game. Like the one where he hit second deck Sunday night baseball. I don't know if it was second deck. It was the ball where it was like up and in, and it was like he had no business getting to it and just like yeah. depleted it. That was a Sunday night baseball game. He had he was first three bats at bats. He home run solo three run homer double, and that that home run that you're talking about, he hit into the second deck. He in hammered the stadium. I've I watched that swing so many times. Yeah, he's turned it up, so I'm happy. Yeah, and the NL East in general is they're all the top four teams are a game and a half. From one to four, so I know it's early, but it's a lot of entertaining baseball there for me in the NL Central with the Cubs. They're hot now, finally above 500. They did lose today though to the Dodgers, two to one, but that is still a series win for the Cubbies. Also swept the Marlins and they beat the Diamondbacks two out of three times. John Lester's back, so that's a big sign. Um, you gotta check my fantasy team. We do you have him on your fantasy team? I do. Yeah, make sure he's in off the IR or IL. Um, and I don't know, this Cubs team, Baez is playing well, Hayward's still playing well. They could have won today. They lost 2-1 to one because of a Baez air that should have been a ground ball right to him, and he just bobbled it. Happens. <coughs> but all good signs from the Cubs. It's a lot of improvement. They're having fun again. They're smiling, and they're playing well. So not much <laughs> I can ask for. And the NL Central in general, the Brewers are falling apart. They're 13-13 and 13 now. Cardinals look Hooray. good at fifteen and nine. Pirates are right there, and the Reds are a little bit behind. So Cubs only two and a half out, and they're looking very, very good. I was sitting next to some. I was up in the left field bleachers. I was sitting next to some hilarious Reds fans. They're like tickets were like nine bucks, so these guys were like thirty. They come after work every day, um, but they were like their bullpen is almost as bad as the Braves is. They also have their center. One of their center fielders is a relief pitcher. I don't know if you guys knew yeah, that. Yeah, no, you've made a good play. You made a yeah. really good he, catch. No, that was Josh Donaldson's, like, warning track. Uh, yeah, who was his name again? I, I don't his remember name. his name. I, like, he's a, he's a, he goes, that's our relief pitcher that just robbed that home run. I was like, all right, sick. Um, Vlad Jr., that's the yes. other big news yes. in baseball today. How exciting. Hours away. Did Maybe you see Did you that. see Vlad Sr.'s tweet to his son? It's heartwarming. Yes, I did. I loved watching Vlad play, Vlad who, Sr. Play. Who didn't? Who who I yeah. love watching all the Vlads yeah. play. There's I need electric. more Vlads. Now this this is obviously the Blue Jays are you know already almost eliminated from the playoffs, <laughs> um, but uh, it's very it's very exciting to watch this guy. Like this was like for the past generation, like when Prince Fielder came up, and like they had watched uh, Cecil play for so long. Like now this we watch Vlad play, and now we get to watch his son play. So it's kind of. Kind of cool. Or like Ken Griffey and Ken Griffey Jr., stuff like that. I'm excited. It's do you, exciting. Do you think he'll be Rookie of the Year this year? I mean, I, you know, today is the day he debuts. You know who else No, debuted? he debuts tomorrow. It's not Friday? Oh, my God, it's not Friday. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think he will win Rookie of the Year. I was going to, you know, make the Ronald Acuna debut a year ago today. No big deal, and he won Rookie of the Year. You know, some people forget that. Mount um, Aloy is 
playing very well. Yes, though. he is. I there's a lot. I mean, and Tatis is playing great too. Well, that's that's different. Different. Oh ways. yeah, there's. Yeah, listen, I had a rough week yeah. last week. It's oh all okay. God, I'm all over the place. Um, it's gonna be fun if he comes in and just starts. Like, t- I don't know what I'm gonna do if he starts hitting balls 600 feet like he's been doing in the mine. There's no way he does that, right? Maybe he's a menace to the Red Sox. Uh, I hope, really hope not. <laughs> I, he he definitely will be. I, playing him is not gonna be fun. Um. All right. Another thing we've got a we got you know 10 minutes left here. Yeah. And uh, uh, since it's our last yeah of the uh of the spring semester, we uh we had a little template thingy down here and um we each wrote down the top three teams we wanted to see win the world series so dougie i'm gonna start off and one chicago cubs shocker shocker and really 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 going chalk with that one two is the tampa bay rays because the last time i think they were in the playoffs was the evan longoria era and the last time did they make the playoffs in 2011 yeah, with Longoria. Oh, so yeah, yeah we needed uh, that was Joe the year. And yeah, that was the year I needed the Yankees to beat the Rays, and Longoria walked off. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, in the game one sixty two. I remember yep. half rooting for the Yankees because I needed a victory. And I remember, wasn't that left field Longoria? Corner, but, yeah, it did barely not look it, like a home run, but it, it was. It barely went over. Yeah, and the Red Sox season ended because Papelbon blew a game to the Orioles. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like how that always ends. But Tampa Bay, just a new face in there. And also, um, my third team is Minnesota. I I like Minnesota. I really don't like Cleveland, and I'll touch on that later. And I think I, it's not realistic that Minnesota wins, but it's realistic that they can win the AL Central. So uh, that's more I, of that. I think they're a good – they're like one or two years away from competing. Exactly, they have a bunch yeah. of guys still to come up that are just – Menaces in the system, like they they're they're all over the top 100 prospects. They need some experience, and once they get that, they'll be better. But uh, those are my three teams that I just want to see do well this year, and especially come postseason time, see them all still playing in uh, October. I've got uh, the Braves, obviously, and then I also put Oakland because I, I mean those are the only two teams I put. I think it's a cardinal sin if you put someone in the NL that you want to win because I'm an NL fan. Um, but I, I, I mean, obviously the Braves' reason speaks for itself. But the A's, I just had so much fun watching. They had 97 wins last year. Um, Chris Davis, you know, maybe he's going to hit 247 for the fourth year in a row. Like that's something to root for. Um, it's they're fun to watch. Bay Area, you know, could not be further away from where I live. Um, and I enjoy. That. I also wouldn't mind seeing Tampa Bay win. New kids on the block. Minnesota, you know, I don't really care. Um, I just I but I agree with you though on Cleveland. I guess we'll get to that. But there are there are a few teams outside of my division that I just do not want to see win. But go ahead. Who do you want to see win? There's only one team I want to see win. This the World is a Series. stupid answer. I could have said the what same What do you mean? Thing. I yeah, said of the course. Same thing. I don't want anybody else to win the World Series. I want the Boston Red Sox to win. I need a repeat. Such I'm a starving for it. Oh, it's so hard being a Boston. No, it's so not. Hard, it's man. it's incredibly fun, actually. I'm only Boston half fan. a Boston sports fan. Like, you guys yeah, know you're that. right. You still have we, the Jets. Yeah, we'll get into that. We can <laughs> get into even that. Out yeah. Time. No, I, I only want to see the Red Sox win the World Series. Are you kidding me? We we've won the div- division now three years in a row. Uh, we should win it a fourth. Um, we have one of the best rosters in baseball. We haven't pitched very well, but. I want to see my team win the World Series every single year. I, I do not care. I would rather. I, I don't care if it's if we won forty straight. I want to win this thing every year. Now you're making so, us look bad. Of course, we want to see our teams win too. I know, but I'm, I'm especially selfish. Plus, yeah, I don't know. I want. I, I need uh, to repeat. I need this. I want this. I want it badly, very, very badly. What about teams you don't want to see win, Keys? 
the New York Yankees. It's that's it. There's that's. I'm all. a very simple guy. Yeah. I, if the Red Sox don't win it, I, I I just as long as pinstripes aren't holding up the trophy, I'm honestly fine. Okay, I'll agree. I mean, with that's you easy on that. enough. I'll agree with you on that. My number one team that I don't want to see win is the Yankees. Um, it's really a Yankees Red Sox point five combo, a one A and like a one B. But it's just because I want someone new. I hate how the Yankees always are up there. Red Sox won it last year. I want to see someone new. Uh, second team, Philadelphia. Yeah. And I know, Justin, you'll agree with this one. But I think that they're a good team. But Harper is starting to annoy me. I cannot verbalize how much I hate Bryce Harper. And I'm glad. Like, he's always been a national player. But, like, he is such a prick, it hurts. He belongs in Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does. Um, Whatever, go ahead. Keep hating. So, that's Philadelphia. I mean, I I respect his talent. I respect his kind of urge and fire in him. But he's just too much for me now. If that guy's on your team, you love him. Agreed. Exactly. 100%. He's a Patrick Beverly. Yeah. And the third team, like I said earlier, Cleveland. I just think this team is starting to wear down. I think that the Astros are still up there. I think the Yankees, <laughs> Red Sox, the Rays are up there now. Did you see the fit Trevor Bauer threw after the Braves put up 11 runs on him? Or not, not 11 runs on him. Um, <coughs> that was the game. So Trevor Bauer, on a quick sidetrack, but Trevor yes. Bauer pitched seven innings against the Braves on Saturday night and didn't give up a run. And then his bullpen came in and gave up eight runs to the Braves, and they blew it. We won in the ninth inning. But Trevor Bauer in his postgame press conference was like, well, I didn't really like how they were just waiting (coughs) on pitches and trying to get walks. It's like, what are you talking about, Trevor Bauer? It's called playing baseball. It's like, if you're not going to throw me a strike, I'm not going to swing at it. So that really pissed me. I liked Trevor Bauer before that. He is on my my shit list now. Like, he is obnoxious. (laughs) He's a repeat offender with that. Yeah, I know. The 69-420 thing that he's been doing. Whatever. That is kind of funny, but um, <laughs> isn't he also the guy who sliced his finger with a drone during yes, the Red Sox yeah, playoff yes. series? Um, all right, my three teams I don't want to see are you know every <laughs> team in my division except for the Fish because they're relevant. But I've got Philly, and that's because of Bryce Harper. I hated the Phillies when I was a kid because that was the you know Ryan Howard, Chase Utley teams. Um, they were so dominant too. Two thousand eight. Yeah. Um, and then I got the Nationals on there because they're still public enemy number one, and then the Mets just because, like, they don't deserve it. They're annoying. Um, I I agree with you on Cleveland. They are starting to get under (laughs) my skin a little bit. Um, I I wrote down Boston, and it's not because I don't like the Red Sox. It is literally because of the city. I just don't want to see the city of Boston have another championship. I actually enjoy watching Boston play. I liked watching them last year. Yeah. Um, a Yankees, I agree with. There's a bunch of teams I would like to not see win. Yeah, I mean, I can't really argue with that. Yeah, they hate us because they hate us. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it, it it literally like some some teams. It has to do with the people on the like Philadelphia. It has to do with the people on the team. <sighs> Philly fans are the worst. But this just has to do with the city that you play in. Like that's that's all it is. It's nothing personal. It's right. completely personal. As as we wrap up for today, give me a a bold. Or a couple bold sports predictions that you think will come true by the next time we record. Okay, so I will piggyback off what I said last week. I'll do I'll do two or three, whatever. We'll see where it goes. Um, Tiger Woods wins one major over the summer, at least one major over the summer. Um, number two, the 
I'll go hot. This is right off the bat. I'll go Milwaukee is out of playoff contention by the time we are back here in the fall. Whoa. So it comes September August, twenty August twenty sixth. Yeah. I will say they are too far out of the picture. I, I could be completely wrong about that. We'll see. Um, and number three, the Braves are leading the division by ten games on August twenty sixth. Ten games. Ten. ten games. Wow. I'll go. But I'm confident um, about my Tiger one. The Milwaukee, I'm not really confident about. <laughs> They're just out of play. I'm going to go. So breaking news, actually, as of about five minutes ago, the NFL MVP of last year, Patrick Mahomes, is going to be this year's Madden cover athlete. I hope he doesn't avoid, break his ankle. Avoid so in fantasy going drafts. Going off of that, I'm going to go Kansas City does not win the AFC West. I'm going with the Chargers, and I think that – if We're predicting they, for January now? Well, I, oh, I don't boy. know. I just saw this. And <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go that they they finish either second, I think maybe third in their division of down year for the Chiefs. And another one, I'll just try to be as optimistic as possible. The Cubs are in first place by five games. Ten is a little much. It is. Um, five games come August, and the Brewers are under 500. I think that's actually more possible. All right, fine. I'll, I'll 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 stick with the trend. I'll throw a baseball one in there too. Um, the Red Sox will be like the Red Sox will be com- not comfortably, but the, they'll be fine come August. Um, I'm gonna come in way more confident than I am right now. We'll have a bunch of very good pitching performances. I'm sure we'll make a trade at the deadline or do something. Um, the Red Sox come August 26th. They'll be in perfect position, fine position to win their fourth straight division title. Um, and my next two, I think Liverpool wins the Champions League and potentially wins the Premier League. Although Man United didn't help us yesterday, we don't talk enough soccer on this podcast. I was going to say, I that. yeah, I want to throw one in right while we're talking about soccer. Hot take: I think Frank De Boer, head coach of the Land United, is going to be sacked in his first season before this is over. Just how's the Atlanta here. youth program doing? Youth program's great, but our professional team right now is terrible. P- Didn't you just win the World th- Championships? I don't know if I've said that before. We are the world se- or the world champions. But the head coach Tata Martino went to the Mexican national team and hired Frank DeBoer, who coached Ajax. He is terrible, like a robot. He, did, it's, it's. I think he's going to be fired before the end of the season. So that's all right. Well, Liverpool wins the Champions League, and uh, see, I can't make this prediction because City's up. The, oh, man. I want them to win the Premier League so badly. So badly. Who do you think is going to win? So I'm just going to say Liverpool. All right. Okay, Liverpool wins the Champions League and the Premier League. And Conor McGregor agrees to a fight before we record again. He will fight. If not late 2019, he'll fight in 2020. I do not believe that man is done in the octagon. i love to hear that All one. Right. That would be fun to see. All right, so... That wraps up just another day in sports for uh, this semester. Thank you guys all for listening. And uh, oh wait, oh Briggs, you got to give us something. You definitely got to give us something. NHL. Give us something. Your Vegas pick didn't turn out too well yeah, in Game Seven. <laughs> I don't know NHL. Any of the teams left besides the Bruins, I think, is what I told. Yeah. Right. Good. I like that. All right. Thank well, you, thank Andrew. You. Andrew Briggs. Thank you. Uh, for yeah. That. Thanks Andrew. for listening. Yeah. But uh, yeah, thanks for listening this semester and. Uh, We'll catch you guys back in August. See you, lads.